Welcome to the podcast, Risk Intelligence, with your host, Karen Adamsbaum. She will be sharing her knowledge on common insurance questions, coverage explanations, claim scenarios, and interviews with brokers, clients, and colleagues to discuss various topics in the insurance industry. everybody. Welcome to another edition of my podcast called Risk Intelligence. And today I'm excited to have Tracy O'Shaughnessy. And Tracy and I met on a networking event uh, over the summer. I would say it's early summer. And we just hit it off. You just know when you meet somebody and you talk to them that you're on the same level, you have the same sense of humor. And that's exactly how Tracy and I were, was, still are. And um, I, I wanted to have a podcast with her. So thank you so much, Tracy, for joining. Thank you, Karen, for inviting me. This is going to be fun. Yes, 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 yes. So what Tracy does is really what I think unique. And this is why. Have you ever like um, came across like a contractor who you know is like really, really good and then maybe a friend says, uh, hey, do you, uh, do you have a guy who can do a roof or what have you? And you say, yeah, um, look up the website, boomboomboom.com. And your friend calls you a couple of days later and says, that guy, is, he's good. I was like, because his site like sucks. And that's exactly where Tracy comes in because her tagline is basically, you're so good at what you do, like now you have to let people see that, like seed into how good you are. If you have a front face that is horrible, you're not going to be able to show your good work. So Tracy, I'm going to have you um, just explain to our audience here what it is that you are specialized. Yes. So I run a branding firm called Branding and Beyond. And my whole goal is to get firms that are amazing at what they do, but not so good at managing their brand and developing it and making sure people understand it and fix that. Because you could be fantastic on the inside, but if people can't see that from the outside, they're going to bounce. And like your example, Karen, when, when you give somebody a referral and then you have to couch it in information like yeah but don't go to their website it's really bad they're really really good I, I promise I promise like they're amazing but they might not look at like it and you don't want your referrals to have to jump through those hoops because a lot of times they don't have that much give a damn to do that so you shouldn't have to expect that some people are have reputations that can get past those like we have a firm in town that does they've been around probably 40 years and they do kick-ass work and everybody knows them. Their website sucks and it doesn't matter. But most people don't have that kind of, of cachet behind them. And one thing that happens a lot these days is you have an out-of-town company looking to build in your town and they need to find resources. So they go to the Googles and they search and they open up a lot of tabs and then they go through those tabs and they're like, no, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. And they're making a decision like this and you could be the perfect solution for them. 
but they're going to bypass you because you don't look the part. So I help come, I come into companies and they know they need to fix some stuff, but they don't know how to do it because that's not their thing. That's my thing. So, yeah. So I go in and I find the goodies that exist, no matter how non-sexy the company thinks they are. Um, you know, concrete, a lot of people don't think concrete's sex. I happen to love concrete, but to the right people who need that, we can find ways to find all the goodies within your company, combine them, wrap words around them, wrap visuals around them, create that personality of your business, then apply that to your website and make your website super clear, super credible and super consistent. So they see it and they feel it from the outside. So they call you. Because you, the main goal is to get on that list to get called. And once you get called, then your awesomeness can take over. But prior to the call, you don't even know the job exists and they're searching for you and dismissing you just based on your digital footprint. And we can fix that. Very, um, like everything that you said was so spot on and it really lets you like understand what it is that you do. Now, my question to you is, um, when you meet with a client, what is the expected, uh, my, uh, like turnaround time? Depends on the complexity of the firm. I mean, if it's a simple firm and you've got a simple business model, um, you know, it could be anywhere from, you know, six weeks to eight weeks to turn that around. It depends on what we need to do. Um, it's kind of like asking how long does it take to wash dishes? Depends on how many there are, you know, how long is a piece of string? It depends. But uh, for me, it depends on the complexity of what we're dealing with. So if we're dealing with like an HVAC firm that sells electrical and plumbing and has, you know, these, these three divisions with all sorts of services, the website is 280 pages and it's a hot mess. That's going to take a little bit longer. And that's, that was a real project actually yeah. um, longer than someone who's got, you know, a, a more simplified service that we just need to clean it up. We need to make the messaging super clear on what your value proposition. Um, I don't want to get jargon in there. What, um, what the outcome is that you provide. Okay. Make sure that that's super clear and they know who you are, what you're all about, why you're awesome, why, how, what's it going to be like working with you, and here's how you contact me, here's what you buy, whatever it is. That can go a lot quicker. So complexity, you know, if you've got a board uh, that you've got a lot of people, we've got to have a consensus, that's going to take longer. Yeah. If you've got one owner or two people, we can make decisions really fast. Okay, so, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Kind of like any other organization, if you think about it. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's all about right. the complexity of what we're trying to message, what you're trying to sell. If you sell a bunch of different things to eight different verticals and we've got eight different types of customers, it's going to be a little bit more difficult than if you've got one main customer and you're willing to focus on that ideal customer and let go of the rest, which is really hard because you're like, leave the money on the table. You're like, yeah. Let's just focus on bringing more ideal com customers in and selling your high profit margin, your, your, your product that makes you super happy to deliver that you're really good at. Let's focus on that. And then some of these other things will just happen. But when you try to sell eight things all at once to eight different verticals, it, right. it's kind of complicated. Yeah. You got too many spoons in the pot. Mm -hmm. so, yes. so 
Was it you? I think it was you that you have this uh, line. It was a brand. Um, um, wait, don't tell me brand wedgie. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, tell me about the brand wedgie. Okay, a brand wedgie. It yeah. sounds awful, um, but actually, it's an amazing thing. So, when you have a brand wedgie, that means you've outgrown your brand, and things are kind of don't fit anymore. A little uncomfortable, kind of got some panty lines going on, you know, it's not cute. Um, but it's a sign that you've grown and you've evolved. That is the beautiful thing in it. You are not the firm you were five to 10 years ago. So that's the good news. And now we need to focus. Rebranding is exactly what fixes that problem. So we come in, figure out who you are, who your clients are, what you sell, what's unique and different and awesome about you. What's your market like? How do we position you in that market to not be a commodity? Because that's a thing that a lot of firms have a problem with is they're selling themselves the same way all their competitors are. So there's the sea of sameness. It's bland. It's boring. It's, we don't want to do that. So we want to figure out you and position that and message it and verbal visual identity and, and get that out there. So your ideal clients realize finally, I found the firm who's going to help me because I want to jump over you, put my arm around your customer, look back at your company and figure out they need you. How do I get them to realize what what do they need to see, feel, read, hear, whatever it is to realize you're the perfect match. Right. And to stop looking at everybody else. That's what I want to do. And so we have to figure out what that is for you and each company that's a unique answer but um, it's the same process to get to your unique answer. And then we build your website, do some marketing, and then your ideals are like, woo, I want them to have bumps when they finally find you. And they're like, oh, hallelujah, I can stop looking. You're that person. This is gonna be great. That's the outcome I want. Here's my money. And they just throw money at you. That's what we want. <laughs> we don't want them competing on price and fighting on price. We want them to know you're the one your you could tell that you love what you do i do i do well because i'm really tired of really amazing companies getting bypassed because they don't look the part and then you have these newbies coming into town who might be packaged better uh getting projects when you're the one with the history and the experience because not only does that suck for you but it sucks for the customer because they made a decision based on what they could find online, you know, they might have bypassed you or didn't couldn't even find you maybe. Um, and that sucks for the customer. And I don't want that. And I don't want that for you either. Right. I want to fix that. <laughs> well, that, uh, I mean, it makes sense because, you know, the brand wedgie, the outfit doesn't fit, you know, and here you are, you're coming in and you're like, all right, out with the old, let's get you situated, you know, that fits you a little bit better. Yeah, good stuff. So tell me about you. Tell me, tell me a success story. Okay, well, we will go to Fred, my one of my Fred. favorite clients. He's the one, the HVAC, that had uh, electrical and plumbing. He came to me. Um, actually, it's a, it's a double story. Uh, he calls me, and I answer the phone, and, and he said, I have talked to four of your clients already, and you're my new person. 
and you are like, I was like, what, who are you? And he had found me through searching other clients and he ran into one of my clients, found my information in the footer, researched me, called clients, interviewed them, decided I was the person that there is branding right there is he made a decision on me before even meeting me. So that's what I want to do for my clients. Mm -hmm. So getting on to him. So he was like, I wish I would have done this five years ago. I wish I would have done this. Okay. It's all good. You're going to do it now. He created a website by himself because he had been messed over multiple times, wasted tons of money. And he was like, screw it. Damn it. I'm going to get WordPress. I'm going to do it myself. And he built this 280 page monstrosity, which he agreed was a monstrosity. And it totally was. Um, because he didn't really know what he was doing. Um, on the building side, as well as the um, search engine side, as well as the messaging side. Like you go there and it was this just throw up of everything he does. And they have like a ton of work that they do. And it was all thrown on the homepage where you look at it and you're like, oh, oh my God. Only wow. was he getting business from referrals and they were strong referrals. Trust me. They're really, really good at what they do. Their website looked like it was a dude in a truck, not a $7 million company with three divisions. Right. So I went in and I, after I got over the, the, the hugeness of this website and, and right. go, having to go through all of it, I talked to him and I got an understanding of what they really stood for, which was if it's not broken, we're not going to do anything. If it's broken, we're going to fix it. And if it needs to replace, we're going to replace it. No BS, no, no uh, uh, weird upsells, none of that crap. So one of his main problems was he's right next to Fairfax, Virginia, where multi-million dollar homes, but he didn't have, he had barely any customers over there. He was like, why? And I'm like, that's why. <laughs> Look at your website. That's why, you know, they're going for more credible looking yeah. companies. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't look the part. You don't look like the badass firm you actually are. And so I investigated the, the target market he wanted to go for. And I researched him, talked to all the people in his, in his company, talked to a bunch of customers, really pulled out what their core values were, what they stood for. And I rebuilt his website and his brand messaging to be who he really is. And the key thing is, one, I never met him in person. Spent a lot of time on Zoom. I didn't change the company at all. I just found what already existed and wrapped it in words and visuals and built this new website. So now people that are in that area that he wants to get to that have two, three, and four HVAC units, you know, perfect customers come to his site and they're like, Oh, wow. It's no jargon. No, no BS. He's going to fix it. If it's broke, you know, the whole thing. And he understands time is important to me. He's not going to waste my time. He's not going to do it. I can trust these people. And now he has tons of business from people right there. So it's a lot more um, efficient for his, his team because the neighborhood is right there. The county is right next to them. So they're not wasting a lot of time driving to these other places that might be more price shoppers and that kind of thing. So we researched his ideal client, found out what they really wanted, found out who they really were, the, the, the company and built a new website. That's Nichols and Phipps.com, which I can give you to put in the notes. Um, 
the the website i'm very proud of the website and he has uh three different businesses and i've rebranded all of them all right so what's the um website again nichols n-i-c-h-o-l-s and and p-h-i-p-p-s.com it's a long one nichols we went from 280 pages to about a hundred and because he has so many divisions there's lots of content and then we've been doing for the last three years two blog posts a month so now he's got 80 some odd blog posts and his search engine rankings went from being in the doghouse because a lot of the content he built wasn't so great and now he's got tons of natural rankings we didn't spend any extra money on seo stuff i just built the site well you know with the the content marketing on top of that he's doing good i mean minus the covid hit everybody had uh he's he's in a really good position excellent excellent well that is a crazy success story and kudos to you you love what you do i mean you I do love what you do and you have a you have a gift thank you you, definitely have a gift. Thank you. So, well Tracy I just wanted to say thank you again for taking this time uh, to do this podcast and uh, brand wedgie I love it yeah and if you're feeling it you know if things a little too tight it's uncomfortable let's fix that there you go but it's a sign of good things you've grown that's a good thing that's true Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you so much, Karen. I really appreciate Thanks for listening to the podcast, Risk Intelligence. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn by doing a search on Karen Adamsbaugh.